Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for June 11th is 1 Kings chapters 5 and 6 and 2 Chronicles chapters 2 and 3. We are picking up with the reign of Solomon, taking a break from Proverbs, and Solomon is constructing the temple. This is the first historical temple in the land of Israel on the Temple Mount. Historians believe that Solomon took over the reign from his father David in the year 971 BC. And in our reading today, it tells us that after he had reigned for four years, he began this construction project. And he did it in part with his alliance or depending upon his reliance and alliance with Hiram, the king of Tyre. How good it is that he had that alliance and he's able to get many of the raw materials from Hiram. Hiram compliments Solomon on his wisdom for wanting to build the temple of the name of Yahweh. I think it's important for us to talk about the symbolism of the materials that are going into the construction of the temple. Now, obviously, this temple was a literal, historical building that ha housed the Ark of the Covenant or the Ark of the Testimony, depending on your Bible translation. And it was later destroyed. There was a second temple built during the time of Jesus' life. And many Christians are expecting and awaiting a third temple to be built on that site before Jesus can return. Some people expected Jesus to return and then it's going to be, the, that temple will be completed during the next three and a half years. But I don't want me to get into all of the different um, conversations about eschatology, my personal belief, and I think the scripture is very clear on this, is that we are that third temple. We, the people of God, are the third temple. Paul says in Corinthians, don't you know that you are the temple of God? A lot of people would explain that away and say, yeah, yeah, you know, he was using an analogy, but not literally. I mean, clearly we're not made of stones, right? But there are all kinds of uses of words in scripture that seem to indicate, if you keep an open mind, that the people of God are the actual temple. I think it's very interesting. I think it's worth noting. Now, what was the temple constructed of? It was constructed of stones. Scripture in the New Testament talks about living stones, right? I think we are those living stones. It talks about the cedars of Lebanon, these huge, strong trees known for being such good material for craftsmanship. Reminds me of the psalm that says, Righteous person is like a tree planted by streams of flowing water, whose roots run deep, who bears fruit in season and out of season. So 
a righteous person, somebody like you or me who makes good choices, who seeks after wisdom, who wants to learn the truth and share it with others, who wants to be salt and light in this world, we are compared to trees, strong trees. And that gold, oh, the thousands of pounds of gold that was laid in the temple, the ceiling, the walls, the cherubim with their 15 foot wingspans were inlaid with gold, pure gold. It was beautiful. And how does the scripture talk about the word gold? How is gold used? Gold is compared to righteousness and how righteousness and character in particular are acquired by people who are willing to go through the process of having all of their impurities stripped away, like gold going through a refiner's fire. And so my friends, if you have been going through the refiner's fire of affliction in this life, rejoice as Peter says, because it is bearing fruit. It is producing character. If your life is hard and you just can't think of anything that you have done wrong to deserve it, then rejoice knowing that God wants to bring you to this higher place of greater character so that he can use you and go further with you. We do not want to be that third temple that cannot be built high with its 30-foot ceilings because this foundation is weak. We do not want to be like the foolish man who built his house on the shifting sands and when the wind come, came, it was pushed over. We want to be like the wise man who built his home on the rock, the firm foundation, so that we can extend up, so that we can be strong, so that we will not have structural cracks that prevent us from doing all and bearing all that God has for us. There are far too many church leaders today and for quite some time into our past, we can all name them, who have fallen because of cracks in their character. And I think these people, men and women alike, most of them probably started off with the best of intentions and they were so talented, but they didn't take the time or show the willingness to develop their character. And so, they were elevated before they were ready and then their character let them down. It's so fundamentally important that we embrace our trials because we are the gold on the walls in the temple. We are the temple, my friends. We must endure the fire to burn off the afflict, to burn off the flesh 
that is keeping us from bearing the name of God in a way that honors Him. And so my prayer for you today is that you and I alike would remain humble and hungry before Him and that we would seek Him with all of our hearts, soul, mind, and strength and so that He could use us and that we wouldn't be an embarrassment to ourselves or to others because our character would be rock solid. I don't know about you, but I know I have more room to grow. So God, help me. Help us. Be the people you want us to be so we can partner with you to change this world for your glory, oh God. Amen. See you tomorrow, friends.